So if you've received a program this morning, then you might have had a chance already to have a look at a little movie quiz, which is inside here. And we're just going to go through this now. So if we can bring up the first slide on the screen, and let's see how good you are at remembering your Christmas movies and what lines match to which. So the first slide, please. Okay, so the first quote, so you'll see that at the bottom we have the different potential movies that the quote comes from. So as we get through this, you're going to find it easier because you're going to be eliminating the options. So the first one, is there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Okay, so we've had a few guesses. So if we can bring the answer up there, then that was from... A Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, I had a few. Yes. And maybe a few. Ah, oh, I should have got that. Okay, so the next two. So if we go to the next two. That's it. We should be able to go to the next slide there. There we go. So we're doing two this time at the same time. So the thing about trains, big clue. Yeah, the thing about trains is it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on. And then the second one, I realized that Christmas is the time to be with the people you love. Another clue there in that one as well. So we've got two movies here. Anyone have a guess? Are you all feeling that you've got it? Okay, so if we want to reveal the answers to them too. So the thing about trains, Polar Express, would you believe it, on a train? And then the second one, Love Actually, which has become a bit of a quintessential British movie there. So if we go to the final two here then, so we have narrowed it down. So I believe, I believe, it's silly, but I believe. And then finally, I will honour Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. So you've got two possible answers if you've been keeping track. I can see some of you are definitely feeling like you've worked it out. Okay, so if we can reveal the answers. So I believe, I believe it's silly, but I believe is miracle on 34th Street, and I will honour Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year is a Christmas carol. So who got all of them right? Did anyone get all of them right? Oh, amazing. You can give yourself a pat on the back. Now, what I found was really interesting is when looking through different quotes from Christmas movies, you often find that a lot of these quotes are all trying to get to the bottom of what is Christmas all about? What is the true meaning of Christmas? And you often find with these movies that they do take you to different places, but it does capture, I think, an, an essence of the Christmas season. Is that even amongst all of the festivities, amongst the Christmas jumper competitions, it does have that little question there. Well, what is this all about? Now, you may be surprised to hear that although I've come in and straight away I introduced the idea of Christmas jumpers, the very first item that I got of any sort of clothing for Christmas, and I'll show it to you, was this hat here. And this hat 
is exactly how I used to feel about Christmas jumpers and Christmas music and everything like that. It says bar humbug on it. And this was as far as I was willing to go not that long ago in terms of Christmas jumpers. Well, I've certainly come a long way today and will probably be remembered for being crazy about jumpers when I'm not that crazy about them after all. But the thing is, is what I found over time that Despite the fact that Christmas, I think that there's so much festivities, and it starts so early in the year, I often find that my birthday, which is in September, by the time my birthday's done, it's usually around that time that you start seeing presents and stuff like that beginning to make their way into the Christmas shops. It's quite early that you begin to hear the Christmas music start over the tannoys of the shops where they have the same songs on repeat. And you can't help but sometimes to feel a little bit cynical about that. Especially when we think, well, this is, this is Christmas. Christmas which has Christ in the name. This is about Jesus. And yet it's been turned into this public holiday which seems to be so much about everything other perhaps than sometimes what Jesus. And that's part of the reason why. And I think many people can relate to this. I had a tendency in the past to be more of a bar humbug. To think, actually, I want to focus on what Christmas is all about and not get caught up in all of the silly trappings of Christmas. Well, that's what I thought. But actually, as I have thought about it more, as I've got caught up into it, as I've had children, which means that you get caught up more and more. And I don't know anyone here has been up since really early this morning because the children have woken up and they were so excited for the day. Well, you can't help but get caught up in that. And as I've been caught up in this, as we've all been caught up in the day, I think that it does remind us that there is something special about this season. That maybe this season is a time where God is saying that he still isn't done with humanity yet. I remember when I was at the Fissel Centre just a couple of weeks ago and we were making our way through and they had the Christmas carolers in the Fissel Centre and as they were singing along, you could see people, the, the person who's less confident, who's just humming along, and then you've got other people who are walking along and are singing along to these songs. And what are the songs which they're singing along to? Joy to the world. O come, all ye faithful. How often do we have, during the year, situations where you can go to the local school's assemblies and you will find that almost all of them are doing the nativity. That all of the children are dressing up and reenacting this greatest story of all time. When you think about all the different events that we have in the year, Christmas is actually an event that although we have a lot of festivities, a lot of extra things which in some respects make it really fun, we do have this consistent image of Christmas also being the time that Jesus was born. You see, I think that Christmas, no matter how it's celebrated, certainly here within the UK, 
it spreads a rumor. And it spreads a rumor about Jesus Christ. And for many, they might think that the true meaning of Christmas is Easter. And in many respects, they are right. But I do think, though, that we need to be careful that we're not skipping to the end of the story and that then we might miss out on the true meaning of Christmas of a perspective of Christmas which is out there, a perspective which people are engaging with during this season, which is a perspective which preludes the Easter story. It is a message which is actually not very demanding off of people, but instead it is an invite. It is an invite into what it means to understand God's love within the world. This is a truth at Christmas which pervades all of the different festivities which surrounds it. It is a truth that completely requires the incarnation. It depends on the incarnation and it lays the foundation of us to be able to understand the depth of God's love for the world. And it was in all of the passages which Heather had read out this morning. It was in the prophecies. It was spoken about in the coming Messiah in Psalm 2. It was recognized when Jesus was baptized it was then recognized when Jesus turned around to his disciples and he said, do you know who that I am? And I think that it is perhaps best summed up in John chapter 3, verses 16, where it says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son. It was then when God recognized Jesus at his baptism that he said, this is my dearly beloved son who brings me great joy. You see, this statement is captured by the Christmas season. It's captured by the nativities. It's captured by the carols that people have learned the songs to that God loved the world so much that he sent his one and only son. Now, there has been many hours spent debating over all the different ways that God could have intervened within the world. I'm sure you've all found yourselves in that debate. Why, out of all the different options, did God choose the one where he was going to send Jesus as a baby into the world in order to save us? And yet, despite all of this debating, I don't think that no matter how many hours that you can spend debating this, that you can find a way that would be any more intimate than what God did. Any way where God couldn't have taken the very essence of what it means to be human to reaffirm that humanity and his love for humanity is still there, that that heart is still beating firmly, to reaffirm that his plan for his creation was a good idea. 
I don't think that any other way that you could come up with would even come into comparison with the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That God chose the closest possible contact in order to come and offer us salvation. And this opens a door into the rich presence of God. And that's what we remember on Christmas Day, when God so loved the world that he sent his son to be one of us, to be with us. In that invite is an invitation for anyone to open that door. Because that invitation testifies that God has taken hold of who we truly are. He's met us in our very essence, in our very nature. And isn't that amazing and awesome and precious? How much more could we relate to God than if God came to us within the flesh? It is intimate. It is a story of adoption. It is about family and it is about real life. It is the start of a journey which everyone is invited on. It's a door which isn't that demanding because it's inviting people to recognize that they can receive the fullness of God in his son Jesus in a way that they can relate to, in a way that they can understand. It is a journey which leads us to the cross, but still starts with understanding that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And to finish off just the very short message today, because I just want us just to capture that thought, I'd like to invite the children now to come up with what they've been working on because they're going to finish the sermon for us today. So if you'd like to come up and then we'll show everyone what you've been working on. And haven't they been so amazing and quiet in that corner? They're going the long way round. That's it. Come down onto the floor down here. Yep. So if you want to hold this up nice and high... And we can show you. So this says, for God so loved. And then we have a picture frame. And who are all of these people in the pictures? All of us. It's all of you. So you've all been drawing yourselves in it. For God so loved everyone here and everyone here that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. 
And then here we have the king has come. And that's what we're remembering today. So I think it's only right that the children have finished off our sermon for us as we continue to enjoy our Christmas day together. So let's just give them a round of applause. Now, anyone is welcome to add their own pictures to this. There are crayons and colouring pens up there, should you feel that you want to. But be assured that each and every one of our faces are in this picture as God loved everyone in the world. So we're now going to continue in a time of worship together.